This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. Good people. It's the NBC podcast with your boy S. McCann. This is episode 20, week three, Eagles Review. And in this week, we got smoked by the Cowboys. Disrespected, dismantled, disassembled. Embarrassed on national TV, prime time, Monday night football. And in this episode, I break down what went wrong, give props to the Cowboys on how they did their thing, and much more. So sit back, relax, you know how we get down. Week three against the Cowboys, Monday night, it wasn't pretty for us Eagles fans. Dallas did whatever they wanted on that football field on Monday night, and they just picked away on our defense. They went and searched for the weakest link on that defense, and they attacked it. They attacked it the whole night, and that's what good teams will do. They'll get the weakest link on the defense, and they will attack it all night. All three of our linebackers, Wilson, Edwards, Singleton, garbage. They attacked them all night. They were scared to tackle Zeke, scared to tackle anybody, any ball carrier. They were scared. You can't be out there playing scared. And then in the passing game, They couldn't stick a tight end. Oh, my goodness. Y'all can't be professional, paid football players playing scared like that. They have no talent. Our linebacking core is terrible. But once again, you got to give credit to the Dallas Cowboys coaching staff and players. They attacked the weakness of the Eagles. That's our one corner, Nelson, and they attacked those three bum linebackers. In the passing game with the tight end Schultz or in the running game with Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. And even Dak got a little run in here or there. But we won't win much games if we have These three linebackers on the field, they cannot cover and they can't stop the run. Now, props goes to the Dallas Cowboys. That's a team that was in full control of the game from the start. They ran the ball. They passed the ball. If we was in a zone, 
they ran the ball. If we was in man, they threw the ball. Dak had full control of the whole game. He came into his own. I was a Dak hater. I did think Carson Wentz was better than Dak, but hell no. Carson Wentz is not better than Dak. Dak is one of the top quarterbacks in this football league. He understands the offense. He knows where everybody's supposed to be. His arm is strong enough. He got zip on the ball. And he got all the weapons, man. He got all the weapons. It was their first drive. They went at Steve Nelson. Bang. Play action. Then C.D. Lamb cooked him. Oh, my goodness. Put him in the blender. Come on, man. We already had bum cornerbacks for years. But, damn, I thought this man Nelson was going to be nice. How you get beat like that? Man, look, if you get beat, you got to get that pass interference and, and play another down. You have to. He got smoked on that. Set him up. Bang. First touchdown. Dak was running that offense like it was a clinic out there, man. He was in full control. And also, defensively, they ain't even have all their starters on the defense. And they shut us down. Yeah, we scored. We're going to score. We can score some points. But when they needed stops, they got stops. Micah Parsons was getting pressure on the quarterback. Trayvon Diggs was doing a good job on Smith. Devontae Smith, Curse, their safety, did a great job in the middle of the field. Jalen Smith was just running around sideline to sideline. They did a good job, a very good job on our offense. Let's go back to how he was just killing it. He had full control, like I said, of the offense. And at one point in that game, Dak told Zeke, nah, don't sub in. I got him. They in the defense that I'm just going to get off on. He told Zeke, yo, chill, stay on the sideline. I got this. So at this point, y'all already know who team the Dallas Cowboys is. He told the boy, nah, chill. He was telling the coach, nah, chill, I got this. You just sit back. This is Dak's team. Zeke, he was cooking them. He was killing us. Anything that he wanted to do, running the ball, he was killing us. Man, them linebackers were scared of Zeke. He was smashed. Zeke has 17 carries, 95 yards, 5.6 yards a carry, two touchdowns. Now, mind you, that's not bad, right? You hold the back to 95 yards. Yeah, he had two touchdowns, 5.6 yards a carry. That's not bad. But what the bad part is, Tony Pollard, a change of pace back, came in the game. 11 carries, 60 yards, 5.5 yards. So now y'all just smashing. Either one, they taking their time. Here you go. Here you go, Zeke. Get your little carries on. Here you go, Tony. Get your little carries in. And then Tony was in the passing game too. He only had one reception, but still, the threat of him in the passing game opened up stuff. And the secondary did well. The only thing that they did give up was big plays to C.D. Lamb. And you just can't give up the big plays. Dalton Schultz was their main receiver. And he was smoking. 
He had two touchdowns, but no one can cover him in the middle of the field. Like I said, our linebacking core is terrible. And I'm going to get on that in another segment in the pod. But Dalton Schultz, was he was smashing them, getting whatever he want. And they ran the same play, different side, multiple times. Come on. If you a linebacker in the NFL, you should diagnose, oh, this is the same play. Oh, it's going to him. They was biting on the play action. I understand why they was biting because they was getting five yards of carry. Zeke was killing them, but damn, stay home a little bit. Please stay home a little bit. But yeah, the offensive number from Dallas wasn't too crazy. Dak only threw 26 times. They carried the ball 41 times. So it wasn't like Dak was just smoking this with his passes or whatever. They was just meticulous on what they wanted to do that game. They had a game plan. They stuck with it. And it worked for him. Dak numbers, he was 21 of 26, 238 yards. His average was 9.2 yards a throw. He had three touchdowns throwing the ball, zero picks. That's the main thing, zero picks. If your quarterback goes in the game or finishes the game with zero picks, you have a chance to win the game. Again, that's what it is. Dak was in full control. The sacks on Dak was four. So our front four was getting pressure, getting to him. One, he fumbled. The defense scored. Cox scored on the fumble from Javon Hargraves, created that fumble. And he had two sacks. Javon Hargraves had two sacks. And so they was getting pressure on Dak. We could have won that game. And like I said in my last pod, if we would have held the Cowboys, the 20 points. I didn't know if that could happen. I wish it could happen. You know me. I'm, I'm an Eagles fan. I think the Eagles going to win every game. I was correct, basically, because we scored 21 points. If we would have held them to 20 points, we would have won that game. It is what it is. We're only fans. I always say that in every podcast that we're only fans, and it's nothing that we can do, we can't call the plays, we can't say, you need to play this player, you need to sub that player. We can't say none of that. We just got to sit back and watch the game as fans. But what we can do is talk about it as fans, analyze it as fans, and that's what I'm doing right now. My next takeaway is us, our team, the Eagles, on what they did on Monday night offensively, You will not win games in this league if your running back that has talent, that has skill, that was a second-round pick, that's nice with it, only has two runs in the game, two carries for 27 yards. 13.5 was his average. And through the game, it seemed like they just don't want to give him the ball. I don't know if they don't want to give him the ball based off of his production and his contract might be coming up soon and all of this stuff. I don't know. I don't know the business of the game. It it looks to me like they're not giving him the ball from some odd reason. And it could be the front office that they want to just pass the ball. And they're telling Nick Sirianni, we're a passing team. We really don't want to run it. I don't know. 
I just don't get it because Nick Sirianni came from the Colts and they ran the ball with two backs. They ran the ball effectively with two backs, so it's not like he doesn't know how to run the ball. It just looks like this is offenses of the past for the Eagles. Throw, throw. Doug ain't like to run either. Andy Reid didn't like to run either. Come on. You got to run the ball to win the game. And so just look at the other side. Dallas rushed the ball 41 times, and they were effective. The Eagles rushed the ball 12 times the whole game. Miles Sanders only had two carries. Then Kenneth Gainwell came in the game the third quarter, then got the other carry. So the total carries of our running backs was only three times. That's really crazy to me. Jalen Hurts ran the ball nine times, and it wasn't effective. Only got 3.9 yards a carry. And most of it was nobody was open, and he had to take off and run. Some of them, I don't know if some of them was design runs or not, but come on. And then you didn't even throw it to the tight ends. The middle of the field was open. Dallas Goddard only had two receptions, 66 yards. Why you not throwing more to Dallas Goddard or Zach Ertz? Zach Ertz had four receptions for 53 yards. Why you're not throwing more to the tight ends? I do not get it. I do not get it. And honestly, Jalen Rager needs to take a back seat to Quez Watkins. Quez Watkins needs to get the ball more. He needs to get the ball more. He showed you he's willing to go up, get the ball at any point in the game. He needs to be on the field on offense. And so the the offensive numbers, Jalen Hurts, he was 25 of 39, 326 yards, 8.4 yards a carry, two touchdowns, two picks. The two picks hurt us. The one pick was a pick six, and then the other pick he threw up. And the dude picked it. Those two picks hurt us. He got sacked two times, which I can take that. Two sacks in the game. That really didn't hurt us much. But, again, these numbers don't look too bad. He had more yards than Dak. He had two touchdowns. He threw more than Dak. But those two enters and how he got his yards Basically, at the end of the game, we still was in the game during the game a little bit down 13 most of the game, which one touchdown would have changed some things around, which he did miss. I think it was Dallas guy that he missed over the middle. That would have been a, a clear touchdown. But the growing pains of a first year QB, basically a rookie, that's what's going to happen. We don't want it to happen, but. That's what's going to happen, especially when you have pressure in your face. I talked about the running backs. The receiver, Dallas Goddard, was, he had the most yards and he only had two receptions. He was cooking everybody out there. You got to give him more chances to receive the ball because he's doing his thing out there. His average was 33 yards per reception. You got to give him the ball more. But it goes down to the coach play call, making adjustments. He did not make no adjustments. During the game, because if you looked at the other team on the other side, they're running the ball 41 times and you only did it 12. Dang, come on. 
You got to control some type of clock. You got to get your, your backs involved in the game. You got to get your line some help from the pressure. You just dropping back every time. We ain't going to win much games if we only run it 12 times a game. And Miles Sanders only had two carries a game. We really ain't going to win no games. So now you want Jalen Hurts to run the ball? Come on, coach. We know you're smarter than that. Come on, coach. Please. My next takeaway is this defense, this defensive coordinator. I don't know what's wrong with this defensive coordinator. I don't know if he has a problem with Sean Bradley. I don't know if he has a problem with playing a better linebacker, which could make a difference. We don't know. You got Jannard Avery out there playing linebacker. You got Patrick Johnson, seventh-round pick, I think, playing linebacker. Come on. This really has to stop. Like, come on, JG, Jonathan Gannon. You got to play Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley is our best linebacker on the team. Hands down. He showed you. He showed you it in preseason. He showed you it last year. When the times that he came in, he showed showed you that. For him to get zero snaps, zero snaps in the game, come on. And just to relegate him to special teams, kickoff coverage, man, it's disgusting. Because TJ Edwards is garbage. Patrick Johnson, he could be good, I don't know. But he don't start. Eric Wilson can't tackle to save his life. He suck. Alex Singleton trash as well he was getting ran over he was scared he was scared to tackle scared to run with the tight end he was scared man take him out the game i guarantee you that man sean bradley south jersey's own ain't scared to do nothing south jersey is bred different come on this week we got one of the best if not the best tight ends in the game coming to philly this week kelsey we gonna get cooked, man. He might put up a buck fifty on us. Might put two hundred on us. Can't nobody stick him out there. Who you gonna do? Put Avante Maddox on him. He gonna get cooked. Who you gonna put Alex Singleton on him? He gonna get cooked. Darius Slay can't put Slay on him. Who gonna stick Tyreek Hill? Can't do that. So it's gonna be a disadvantage. A real disadvantage on defense. We gonna get smoked, man. And I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to dissect it, and I'm going to bring it back to you next week. So that was episode 20, week three, Eagles Review. And as y'all can see, those cowboys murdered us, cooked us on national TV Monday Night Football. Again, like I said in my past episodes about the Eagles, we will have some growing pains. And that's what's going to come with a new head coach, new starter at the QB, new coaching staff. It's going to hurt us as fans, but we have to rebuild. And so this week coming up, Andy Reid and the Chiefs coming to town. And our linebacking core 
will be cooked again. They have to go up against one of the best tight ends in the game. And so it won't get much easier. I don't know what's going to happen. I know that we can score points on their defense, but that linebacking core is terrible. And I don't see us as a defense stopping anybody with a good offense and a good QB. So with that, people, until next time, next week, stay safe, give respect, and show love. One. Make sure you go listen to all old and new NBC podcast episodes on all podcasting platforms. And please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com for the latest apparel.